An album a day is my exploration into the Korean music scene. This podcast will cover mainstream, indie, and some underground artists within the scene and provide both factual and opinionated commentary. The biggest benefit to sharing my thoughts this way is that it will hopefully expose you to more great music and exploration of your own. Okay, we finally reached it. I'm coming to you from the mobile recording studio, a.k.a. the inside of my car on my way to my day job. (laughs) And we finally reached the album that so many Four Men fans have said is just the pillar of magic in this whole discography. So let's get into it after the drop. You're tuned into an album a day. Show start. Well, hello there, listener. Like, I just, there's genuine enthusiasm right now. Real genuine enthusiasm because, again, we've been trudging along within four men's discography for quite some time, and this is the one. This is the one. So, it's 2014, and the group was a trio until this year. At this moment in time, member Kim Young-jae was like, all right, I've done what I was going to do. I'm out. And he left, thus leaving two on this album. So the name of this particular album is 1998. 1998 comes in at uh, just shy of 39 minutes, basically 40 minutes. Let's just, let's just make it even Stevens. So basically a 40-minute album, and it's just two of them. And um, the brothers is throwing down, okay? (laughs) The album starts off with the introduction of a live performance, much similar to what um, recent Korean pop fans are used to, the music countdown shows, the music banks, the M countdown, all of that magic, the show. So it's very similar to that. And then you drop into this relentless groove of of good old R&B just good soulful R&B and it's it's awesome it's really good I had uh, one of the tracks which is called Sorry to Jihei stuck in my head because they start with uh, and I'm like I know what that means like hey Jihei I'm, I'm sorry sorry to you so it's just the way that the, the introduction of the song starts that really captured me. Every single song rolls into the next one very well, very smoothly. Um, the bass guitar, I don't know who decided, let's just throw this and make it do what it do, baby, on all of the tracks, well, the majority of the tracks. But it's, it's smooth. It wasn't depressing. So to come off of the EP that we talked about recently and then to drop off into this, the the four men concept has went through a great deal of change a great deal of change and unfortunately you just can't find a lot of detailed information as to why i'm certain if i really start digging and really take that extra time to read some some documents and and articles from south korea and start doing the appropriate translations of it maybe maybe 
I'll get more quality information on it. That's the only thing I'm sure of, that it could be a solid maybe. But in regards to the source material that we often reference within this show, which is the English Wikipedia, there's only so much information that they're willing to divulge. Of course, there are links to various articles and things of that sort, but we don't really know why a member pulls out. We really don't know why. I can speculate that because they're not getting massive promotion, that it might have become something that was fun for a moment for Young Jay prior to leaving, but he wanted to explore other things or get out of music entirely. That's just my speculation. But even with it just being two, even with it just being two gentlemen, they pack a wallop. It's such a soulful album compared to the other ones that we've already looked at within their discography. Now, I know I spoke about one that I said it peeled my muffin cap back blue. I get it. This one just gave me stank face a lot. <laughs> uh, a, not a, like not from track to track stank face, but it would be some moments where I'm like, ooh, okay, y'all did that. Like, I liked it. I did like it. Um, especially the the production choices i really like the composition of the songs and how just how everything just gels together i don't know how easy it is and i i've thought about this many many times with other groups that i enjoy that are of uh that are of more recent history i, I wonder how easy it is to work on something knowing that what you once were will never be again you were four men at one point in time then you had a few discs a few live performances as three and now you're just two I wonder what the emotions are that are involved in that and how much it infuses itself into the performances when they're in the studio or if it's even a part of that maybe I'm looking too deeply into it for some you might just be able to conjure up what you need to be able to do what you need to do as a singer, there is a portion of that that is performative. There is a portion of it that is theatrical, especially for live performances. There's plenty of actors and um, stage professionals who can conjure up some tears right quick if need be. So I don't see how it could be a direct guarantee that you always have to pull from those emotions in order to make that happen. But who knows? Maybe, maybe they did. So... Maybe that whole sorry to Jihei, even though Jihei is a lady, maybe there was some, some apologetic energy in there for Young Jay, the member who departed. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing my extra thoughts about this because I can't just wrap it up and be like, oh, this was good and give it a score and we're done. Like, you got to have some kind of side dishes with the meat. You gotta have at least a potato. At least a potato. Um, I was looking at some of the opinions about the album, and a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like I got this on rotation and whatnot. A lot of people didn't understand the purpose of the intro of the album. I'm also reading this from a lot of people who are English speakers for certain, or at least they were leaving messages on a YouTube video with the full album in English so it might not have that much of a pull for them it might not have that much of an interest but it is just a, an audio clip from a live performance around 1998 now granted this is a 2014 album 
they still want to give a nod to when these type of competitive shows and things of that sort were really becoming the, the norm, if you will. So the specific day on this album's release was May 13th, 2014. And of all their albums, the artist peaked at number three. That was the one oh, that we're not going to talk about that no more. But 1998 peaked at 15 on their charts. At the time of this recording, 3,309 units have been sold. I don't understand why this didn't get more. I don't I don't under, I don't understand. This is the year in terms of music production that precedes when we started throwing brass on everything. 2015 2015 had a lot of songs that had saxophone, trumpet, um you name it it had it. If it, it had brass in it, they were going to do it. So this was precursoring that this has the appropriate vibe the appropriate feel but this isn't an idol group it's not an idol group and that's possibly why it went under the radar like that this should have ranked much higher it just should have it's a quality album and i'm not just saying it because it appeals to the sounds that i enjoy most it's cohesive as all get out it's it's sonically pleasing there's no strange um transitions from one song being too loud or or too boastful into something that's much more quiet that doesn't make sense it, it's it's a very well put together album better than anything I've put together <laughs> that's for certain so I don't know I, I think this would have been the moment where I would have made a decision as to whether or not I would want to continue in the music industry when I've put together something so smooth something so solid and we only hit number 15 when we know the album is good i highly doubt they didn't know the album was good so i don't know if i would have been able to have the longevity that they had we still have a couple of albums to go but i think i would have i think i would have stopped at this point this is a really really solid way to, to to go out if that's what the story would be but it isn't they still have some more music so we'll continue to explore it we're so close to finishing their discography and giving one final recap of everything and until then i will catch you in the next episode bye y'all your favorite foreign korean music historian exploring all the industry from a to z There are sponsored ads and social media hashtags, but this show is truly supported by the efforts of my McGuallas, the most amazing fan base a little entertainer could ever have. Special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body and the scholars who keep my vision of becoming your favorite Korean music historian exploring another industry from A to Z a real thing. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this podcast and supporting content, please visit patreon.com slash multifacetedacg. And for as little as $1 a month, you can get in on the magic too. Interested in continuing your support at the free 99 price? I love you for it. You can still engage with the show when you retweet, repost, and share the show and use hashtag A, the number three, and the word D-A-Y. You can also tag M-U-L-T-I-F-A-C-E-T-E-D-A-C-G to get my attention. And if you're listening to this podcast on a platform other than Anchor.fm, please leave a few stars or a review to keep things growing in the right direction. Ah, 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 wait, wait, wait. Did I really end that episode without giving a ranking? Oh, Lord. K-pop fans, on a scale of one to five, with five being essential listening and one not worth mentioning, the A3 Day ranking for 1998 is a five.
a duh. <laughs>